something that every single one of us has in common is that we all have relationships. Parents, siblings, aunts, uncles, co-workers, friends, colleagues, whatever it is, every single one of us has some kind of a relationship. Like from the very first moment of your existence, we were like literally born into a relationship. We were born with a, with mother and a father. Like from we, there's, it's impossible for us to exist without being in relationship. It's almost like to be human is to be in relationship. And I bring that up because of the relationships that are brought up both in the first reading and in the gospel. God is lifting up this question of relationship. And I think what they lift up the particular case of, of husband and wife, of the relationship of spouses. Whether we're married or not, that relationship speaks something to us about the relationship that God desires to have with every single one of us. Because even the first moment, God created Adam, and he said, it's not good for man to be alone. God's almost lifting up the reality that he created Adam to be in relationship, not to be isolated, but to be in relationship with, uh, with, with somebody, something else. And so he begins creating all these other animals and birds and fish. He's trying, kind of like he's, he's providing different things that can be suitable partners for man. But none of those things, as God presents animal after animal after bird after fish, none of those animals resonates with the heart of man. None of those is suitable, it says, for Adam. Something's off. Something's not right. Something's missing. Something's lacking in that. And it's not until he creates Eve that there's something different about that one. His heart resonates. Something about him, that something, that thing he's been missing, that thing he's been longing for, it's almost like he, he can almost tell there's something about this one. This one at last, he says, is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. What is it about Eve that's different? Kind of obvious. Eve is the one who can see Adam. Eve is the one who can receive Adam's heart. Eve is the one who can share her heart with him. There's, a, there's an actual union that can take place, that couldn't take place with anything else. Eve is able to see and to be seen by Adam. Eve is, they, they can be so united that this, the book says, the two can become one flesh. There can be a real union, a real relationship that can happen between those two forever. Out of all the other things that God created, Eve is the one that Adam can be 100% forever and totally committed to. He couldn't do that to anybody, any, any of the other things of creation. There was this desire in Adam's heart to be fully united to somebody else. And so it's when that possibility becomes real that that's what resonates within Adam's heart. Now, if we know the rest of the story, we know that this, this perfect union that Adam was finally longing for, like we finally got it, there it is, with the two become one flesh. What man was created for comes to fruition. doesn't take long for that to be attacked. We know what happens right after the story that we heard. The devil comes in, the serpent comes in, and begins to challenge that, to cast doubt upon that. He sees this gaze that Adam and Eve have with each other before the Lord, and he wants more than anything to, to come in the middle of that. And so it's not until the enemy comes and starts manipulating that we start to see doubt. Accusation. One starts accusing the other. We start passing blame. Well, she made me do it. Well, he made me do it. The devil's succeeding for a moment at turning their gaze from each other. 
Now they're not looking at each other anymore. They're looking at, well, look at, look at this fruit. Look at, and he's, he's, he's drawing their attention, he's drawing their gaze away from, from each other. And the effects of that we see are immediate. Jesus in the gospel spoke about this hardness of heart. I think that hardness of heart comes from when we, when we no longer are in that gaze of relationship. Whether it's a spouse, whether it's God, whether it's whoever. We were made to be in that gaze. And when I'm no longer gazed upon, and I'm no longer gazing upon somebody else, that hardness begins to develop. The doubt, the accusation, the wondering, the hiding, the fear. We turn in on ourselves. We see that even now, whenever any kind of stress, any kind of doubt, any kind of fear comes in, our number one reaction is to pull away from the people who we love the most. We want to hide. We retreat. Our gaze turns away and it turns inward. It's what the enemy wants. Because he's trying to pull us away from the very thing that we were created for. God said, what, what he has joined, no one must separate, right? God didn't say that because I'm God and I, what I say goes. What I join, you can't separate, right? God said that because he knows that's exactly what we need. We were created to be in that union, in relationship. And no one can separate relationship, not because it's arbitrary, but because that's what, literally what we were created for. God desires to be in that kind of a relationship with us. And that's why the enemy is going to attack that no matter, at, at, at every chance he gets. Whenever we get stressed, whenever we feel that stress upon ourselves, notice the reaction to pull away from others and to pull away from God. Because all these things that we're saying about Adam and Eve, all these things that we say about husband and wife, a lot of times the, the church uses that imagery of a marriage to describe our relationship with God. Because that's the closest thing that we can get on a human level to the relationship that God desires to have with us. The intimacy that God desires to have with us is something that we can't even fathom or imagine. And the closest thing that we can use to talk about it is the relationship of husband and wife. And notice... I know this is true in my own life. Anytime the pressure's on, anytime I get stressed or worried or confused or scared or anxious, I pull away from God. I've noticed like in myself in the last five weeks as my responsibilities have been very much focused on there's so much to do in the recovery process with the hurricane and whether it's hurricane related in your own life or not. I notice in my own heart the temptation. There's so much to do. There's so many distractions. There's so many good things that I'm doing for God. And what I do is I pull away from the relationship that he desires to have with me. Like, I don't have time for that. I have so many things to do, so many things that are calling for my attention. And so I pull away from him. Pull away from the very thing that I was created for. Following just what the devil wants me to do, honestly. But what God desires more than anything is simply to be in, what he created us for, is to be in relationship. To be with us in the midst of the stress and not to, not to watch us pull away from him, but rather to open our hearts to all the stress and worries and concerns. To allow him to see us in that. That kind of intimacy, that kind of a relationship, the very thing we were created for. And it's what God desires to have with us more than anything. That's why he created us. And that's the, very, the one thing that we can't live without, is that kind of a relationship with him. And that's what he desires more than anything. 
as he lifts up this relationship to us today, I think that is the prayer that he invites us to. Lord, help me to recommit not to doing all these good things. Help me to recommit not to focusing on all the things that are pulling my attention away from you. But help me to very simply just to be in this relationship, to recognize that you are here, you are gazing upon me. Help me to gaze upon you with that kind of love. As I receive you in the Eucharist today, help me to see not just a piece of bread, help me to see Jesus. Help me to see you desiring to come into my heart and all the mess that's up in there. That's where God wants to be more than anything. We have the grace to receive that gaze, to receive that relationship more deeply today.